0: Hey guys, I'm Lucy, and you're listening to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of storytelling. I wonder what adventure awaits us today? So, everyone, have you checked out our latest story which is on our premium channel? It is called Sammy and Jungle Sally Rescue the Baboon. Sammy is on a school trip at the zoo when suddenly he magically finds himself transported to a real jungle. Who is this girl Jungle Sally that he meets? And can they rescue the baboon that is trapped? To hear this story, all you have to do is join up to our premium channel at shortstoriesforkids.supercast.com and become a super fan of Short Stories for Kids. Here you'll receive a Friday bonus episode every week, plus our entire back catalog of stories ad-free. Also, premium-only shout-outs just for you guys. And as a premium member, you have a guarantee of your idea turned into a story and read out on the show. The link is in our episode's description, and it literally takes two clicks to join. See you there! It can be pretty tough to find a holiday gift that will keep your child excited long after the day they open it. With a KiwiCo subscription, you're giving so much more than a toy. They'll get a season of discovery and experiences delivered straight to their door. Each box is kid-approved by a crew of kid testers to ensure they're age-appropriate and seriously fun. My son received his Robots and coding Pack last week and he loves it. He's literally spent hours programming the robots, solving the puzzles, and learning about the mechanics of it all. Encourage your children to be innovators and creative thinkers. They won't believe what they can build and accomplish with KiwiCo. Give them the tools to learn new skills, build new experiences, and make new connections to the broader world. The best part? Watching their confidence grow as big as their smile. Give awesome this holiday season with KiwiCo. Get your first month of any crate line free at KiwiCo.com slash That's your first month free at KiwiCo.com slash short And here is today's story request. Hi, Lucy. My name is Annika, and I would love a story where I go to Africa and I meet cheetahs. Annika had always wanted to visit Africa and see the animals that lived there in the wild. So when she spotted a competition with a prize to travel to Kenya, she just couldn't wait to take part. All she needed to do was to paint a picture of her favorite African animal. What are you going to paint? asked Annika's mom as she helped her set up the papers and paints. Oh, that's easy, smiled Annika. I'm going to paint a cheetah. And that's exactly what she did. Once it had dried, they gently rolled it up and placed it inside a strong cardboard tube before sending it off to the competition address. And then Annika waited. In truth, Annika had forgotten all about it when six weeks later, an envelope arrived at her house. With her name on it mom mom i've won i've won a trip to africa i'm going to kenya to see the animals annika's mom took the letter and read it through it says you have to take an adult with you her mom said can you think of anyone you'd like to take annika just laughed and gave her mom a huge hug of course she was going to take her it was a long flight to kenya But Annika spent her time reading a book about African wildlife. There were so many animals that she'd never heard of before. The three strangest creatures she'd read about were were the klipspringer, which was an antelope that looked like a goat, the aardvark, which looked like a cross between a pig and a kangaroo, and the shoe bill, which was a large stork-like bird with an enormous broad beak. Annika wondered if she'd see any of these creatures. But what she really hoped to see was her favorite animal of all, a cheetah. They were met at the airport by a young Kenyan woman called Keone. Welcome, welcome to Kenya, she said delightfully. And congratulations on winning your prize, Annika. Thank you, Annika replied, positively beaming with happiness. Are we going to see the animals now? (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha, laughed Keone. Not just yet. We've a long drive ahead. But you never know what you might see out of the window once we get beyond the city. There were lots of buildings and farms and fields, but eventually they entered into one of the country's national parks. And at last, Annika caught glimpses of some of the animals she so hoped to see. A family of giraffes just beyond some trees and bushes, and then later, without a care in the world, a large male lion with a thick, shaggy mane just lying beside the road and watching them drive by. Not long after this, they pulled off by the main road into a truck, which took them to a small cluster of buildings amongst some trees. We're here, smiled Keone. Come along, I'll show you to your room. Annika and her mom weren't really sure what to expect. They thought they might be staying in a hotel, but this place looked very different to that. This is our guest lodge, explained Keone. Drop your bags in here, then I have something to show you. Annika and her mom did as they were asked, then followed Keone to a long, low building with wide doors. Just outside the door, a young man was bowing to a tall bird, which in turn bowed back. Look, Mom, a bill. I was reading about them. This is my colleague, Barassa, and our rescued shoebill, Osgo, Keoni said, also bowing to the large bird. Rescued? Asked Annika's mom. Is that what you do here? Yes, replied Keone, leading them into the low building. We take in all kinds. Some are hit by vehicles. Some come into conflict with farmers at the edge of the park. Some come down with diseases. And, well... Then there are animals like Chucky here. They stopped by a stable bay, and Annika was absolutely thrilled to see a baby elephant. Oh my goodness, she's so cute, said Annika. Chucky was enjoying a rubdown with a brush, but was instantly distracted by the newcomers and began probing them with her trunk. She is cute, isn't she, agreed Keone. Unfortunately, her mother was killed by poachers. She would not have survived if we hadn't have taken her in. Come, there are more animals to see. Annika and her mom met many other creatures and were able to help them with feeding and looking after them for the rest of the day. As far as Annika was concerned, the experience, so far, was just perfect. The following morning, they set out in a Land Rover with Keoni and Barassa across the grasslands. Keoni had explained that they'd had reports of vehicles in the area and she wanted to make sure that they hadn't been a problem for the wildlife. Could they be poaches? asked Annika's mom, clearly concerned. Not likely, said Annika. We're close to the ranger station, and the poachers prefer to stay well away for fear of being caught, but we'll be careful all the same. From the window, Annika saw a porcupine, zebras, and a distant herd of antelope. She was really hoping to spot a cheetah and kept peering all around just to be sure she didn't miss it. They arrived at a river, and Barassa stopped the Land Rover near the riverbank. There were hippos near the far bank, with oxpecker birds hopping from hippo to hippo to look for tasty ticks to nibble on. Look, Barassa said, pointing to the soft mud. Tire tracks. Are they new? asked Annika. I think so, Barassa replied. The hippos come onto the land at night to feed on the grass. You can see their tracks leading to and from the water. Those tire tracks are over the top of the prints, so they were made this morning. We should head back, said Keone, just in case. Barassa nodded. We can return in the morning when whoever this is has moved on. But as he reached for the key to start the engine, Keone suddenly grabbed his arm. Wait, she said quietly. I can see movement through the bushes. Barassa opened the Land Rover's door. "'I'm going to take a look,' he said. "'I'll come, too,' said Keone, before turning in her seat. "'You two wait here. We just want to see what they're up to. "'Then we'll head straight back.' "'Annika clutched her mum's arm "'as they watched Keone and Barassa creep towards the thick bushes. "'Just behind them, Annika could make out the blocky shape of trucks.' "'Will they be okay, Mom?' Annika asked.' as Keone and Barassa slipped from view. Of course, honey, she replied. They'll be right back. But they weren't. Ten minutes went by, then twenty. At forty-five minutes, there was still no sign of their hosts. Annika's mom checked the Land Rover's ignition and realized Barassa had taken the key with him. They were stuck here. Mom, what are we going to do? Annika asked. I think there's only one thing we can do, she replied. We're going to have to follow them. Annika nodded bravely. If Keone and Barassa were in trouble, then she wanted to help. Mother and daughter kept low as they crossed to where Keone and Barassa had entered the bushes. But instead of going in, they huddled down at their edge. This didn't give them a great view of what was going on beyond, but they could see enough. Keone and Barassa were sat back-to-back on the ground, tied up with rope, while three men and a woman busied themselves with a truck's tire. It looked like they were changing a flat. They could see several cages in the back of one of the trucks, and to Annika's horror, she could see the closest animal to them was a sad-looking cheetah. Are they poachers? said Annika as loudly as she dared. I don't know, said her mom. I don't think so. I thought poachers shot animals, but those animals are all alive. We've got to do something, said Annika, staring at the miserable cheetah. I don't think these people realize we were with Keone and Barassa. You're right, agreed her mom, and I think we can use that to our advantage. And they started to plan what they were going to do. Changing the tire of a heavy truck was proving difficult for the gang, and so it gave Annika and her mom the perfect opportunity to sneak even closer. Annika made her way to the other truck with the cheater inside and slipped down its far side to the cab. The cab door was wide open, so she had no trouble climbing in and snatching the keys from the ignition. This was one truck that wouldn't be going anywhere. Meanwhile, Annika's mum tried to get closer to Keone and Barassa. She was able to use the long clumps of grass to hide herself. But she found the knots tying the two captives too difficult to undo. Her fingers scrabbled at the rope, but no avail. Hey, you! shouted one of the men angrily. She'd been spotted, and now he was stomping aggressively towards her, The other three members of the gang were moving towards her too, and there was nothing she could do. Just as she thought all was lost, the four gang members suddenly began shrieking as the cheater appeared amongst them. It's escaped, screamed the woman, throwing herself under the truck. Run, shouted another. As they panicked, Annika slipped out of the truck where she'd released the cage door and ran to her mum's side. Holding up the truck's keys, she pointed to a penknife hanging from the keychain. It was just what they needed to cut the ropes. By the time the gang members realized what was going on, Barassa was on his feet and had snatched up a rifle lying in the back of the open truck. Don't move, he shouted with authority. Down on your knees. It took a while, but with Annika and her mom's help, Keone was able to release the caged animals, which were quick to follow the cheetah in disappearing out onto the plains. The gang grumbled about being forced into the tight spaces of the cages, but Barassa and his rifle made sure they did what they were told. "'Look at this,' said Annika. She'd found a sheet of paper in the other cab. It was like a shopping list of animals ordered by a traveling circus." That explains what they were up to, said Keone. We'll let the rangers deal with them now. After all that excitement, the rest of Annika's stay wasn't nearly as eventful, but it was filled from morning to night with wildlife. They continued to help with the animals at the compound and managed several more trips out to the grasslands where they saw elephants, wild beasts, hyenas, And best of all, a mother cheater and her cubs. On their last day, the rangers visited and personally thanked Annika and her mom for their part in capturing the gang. Annika was presented with her very own ranger's cap, something she wore proudly for the entire trip home. The End